This is a Pele Media Podcast. Coming to you live from the Pele Media Studios in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, this is Undrafted with your hosts, Chris and Jamie. Welcome to a special Undrafted podcast, a little Ole Miss recruiting violation edition. I'd like to thank MMA fighter Ryan Rhodes for a great interview with Kyle. It sounded awesome. I really went over some things that the average MMA fan would have no idea about and went into great detail, so that was pretty cool. But today, the main reason that we're here is to talk about good old Hugh Freeze, the head coach or former head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels. And this Ole Miss story we've been following for a few years, and it's just been a mess, Scott. Um, what what you think about uh, what, what do you think about everything that happened? I can tell you this that when I got a text message, I was out, and I got a text message that. Hugh Freeze was resigning, and I just assumed that they just got sick of, of everything, and he just agreed to uh, resign because of all the allegations. And then I decided to click on the link, and I saw it was because of an escort service. Uh, what, what did you think of everything? Man, I just I think it's it seems it's funny, and it also it's poetic justice. Uh, the guy he, he seems pretty hypocritical. Uh, seemed like he was a guy that first to point fingers at other programs and yet he's here doing all this you know the one you know that's doing all these uh violations and uh and also uh just seems pretty really like an unethical guy overall um you know i, I uh <laughs> when i heard, heard it was an escort service you, you first i guess you kind of assume well maybe he's trying to set it up for recruits or something but I think it sounds more like he was doing this for himself. But, but, but wait a minute. Here's the thing, though, Scott. If he was yeah. setting it up for recruits, that's ten times worse. Because yeah, that means he's calling uh, escort service for underage kids, 17- oh, and 18-year-old kids. So if he was doing it for the kids, he's going to be worse. I mean, that might be – that's a crime. Yeah, it becomes you know, a criminal. If he did yeah, it for himself, he could still save himself – you know, as far as maybe later on, I don't know. I don't know. These allegations are bad. But um, I guess that's the next thing we've got to figure out. And then, you know, Ole Miss has, stuck, has tried to stick by him for so long. Originally, yeah. they were like saying, oh, it was an accidental, an accidental dial. I mean, yeah. they, they yeah, should have cut ties with this guy. But, you know, Hugh Freeze is one of those – those guys that and, and, and I I don't know the the satisfaction I get you know like the Jimmy Swaggers of the world the guys that are the uh, the Jim Bakers the yeah. holier than thou uh, super Christian but they're really not but they go out there they tell everyone that yeah. you know hey you're you're living your life the wrong way I'm living my life the perfect way. And how many times do those people have the skeletons in the closet? And the sure. pleasure that I get from seeing those people fall flat on their face after <laughs> and being such a hypocrite, that, that's the thing. You know, it, 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 this guy last, the 2016 SEC Media Days, 
he was on his high horse. He was saying nobody has anything to worry about. These allegations are ridiculous. Well, then two weeks ago, when he got in front of that podium, man, he was a different person. Yeah, and but still, the school was sticking with him. And then, uh-huh. lo and behold, the you know the it drops. Let's give a little breakdown here of this. He's got. I was. I didn't even know it was this extensive. That they got the report back from the NCAA, which they haven't posted yet. The the, the AD there at Ole Miss Bjork, he he hasn't uh, released that response yet or released the document. But he said eventually they will, probably in about a week. They face twenty one charges from the NCAA, and fifteen of them are level one violations, which are the most serious. I mean, I'm thinking once this comes down, I mean. Uh, this self-imposed bowl ban that they're doing. Well, that's I mean, not gonna. That, that's not that, gonna fly. That, that uh, that's not gonna be enough. They're gonna they're gonna be in much bigger trouble. I mean, this could be the death penalty. I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is well. This is, this is gonna be bad. You know, them. I don't. I, I wonder about the death penalty. I think that'd be too difficult on the rest of the conference. I mean, if there, yeah. if any, I mean, these these are some of these allegations are SMU like. But, you okay. know, like Penn State had, okay, when you start talking about escorts and things, because we, we have to, first of all, we have to figure out if, as far as the escort thing, is that for the, was that for him personally, mm-hmm. or was that for uh, the recruits? If it's for the recruits, even though he's right. not there, then you might be thinking something that really, really bad, you know, as far as, it, I guess it could be the death penalty, but... Something Penn State like Penn State with all the Sandusky stuff, they they got hit pretty hard. Now I could see something like that, you know, if it's escorts for recruits. But if they were for freeze, then that's not going to affect their sanctions. But they've got enough problems. He's like you said, twenty-one or well, fifteen of the twenty-one violations are level one. That's now, bad. all right, let's let's talk about a uh, a couple of these uh, violations. Um, you have everything from fraudulent exam scores to uh, people competing when they're ineligible, um, $15,000 of cash in, in bags, a bag man delivering money to potential recruits. Um, when, you, when you're talking about just direct cash, I mean, let me, let me put it this way, and you know as, as well as I do, all these top schools mm-hmm. – they all there's hundred dollar handshakes here and there and that's always going to happen and and whatever I, I i don't care about that but when you're just completely slapping you know the ncaa in the face yeah it it it, it pisses them off and most of the time most of the the violations that occur or or not i, I take that back most of the money that gets handed out at these schools are a hundred percent boosters the coaches don't want to get involved with that. Like the Sabins and the Miles of the world, it's like they have to turn a blind eye to it because the, the, the boosters at the big-time schools are going to do this whether the coach wants them to or not. So that's just an accepted fact. I don't – and anybody that doesn't believe that happened doesn't know anything about college, big-time college athletics. Yeah, but I the agree. problem is Ole Miss is a runt. They're the run of the litter. Yeah. They always will be the run of the litter. They can't compete with, with the Alabamas, the the LSUs, the Georgia, the Florida, the Auburns, the Tennessees, 
those blue blood programs like that, um, they'll never be that. And I knew, I mean, I didn't even have to hear anything from the NCAA. When Hugh Freeze started getting five-star recruits from Chicago out of the blue, I'm sorry. (laughs) Guy doesn't wake up on the south side of Chicago that's an amazing athlete and say, man, maybe I'll go to Oxford, Mississippi. It doesn't happen. (laughs) The Grove sounds nice. (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. And I, I knew it. I knew it. So, um, but it seems like Ole Miss, they're trying to, they were trying to make this guy, a for, this former assistant guy, Barney Farrer. It's F-A-R-R-A-R. They're trying to make him a scapegoat. Yeah. That's what yeah. they were doing. Uh, you probably read a little bit about him. Yeah, and then, and then my other thing, well, I, I didn't read as much about that. I, I, I started looking into more about the uh, the interim coach that they, that they named. Um, because everybody was throwing out names like big name coaches, Kip Kelly, Les Miles, and all that to go t- to go there. And I think what the athletic director there has done is he's done made the right decision to put that uh, Matt Luke, who was a former offensive lineman, in place. Uh, and you know he's been with the university both playing and as a co- coach now for like 14 years. So he's somebody that really likes the program, and you put him in for a year and let him see how he does rather than trying to go out and secure some big-name guy. Well, let me tell you what. They're, they're so yeah. S- just yeah. full of themselves if they thought a big-name guy was going to come in the middle of the season. That's so stupid. Yeah. But Matt, Luke, that guy, I remember him as an offensive lineman. He was real good. Yeah. So. And his, his brother and his dad played there. So that's a – you know, it's just – it's kind of like – I mean, I, I would put it uh, just similar to a situation um, – I mean, I know – Ed Ogeron didn't play, you know, at LSU, but he's from Louisiana. It's a guy that, that likes the program yeah. a lot. So, so he's going to push the kids real hard, and and it, I think that'll be good for them uh, for this year. I, I don't know what's going to happen uh, beyond that. Uh, I think it, it'll deter – really the type of coach they get is going to be determined by what the NCAA does to him. Exactly. I, I mean, they may be stuck with Matt Luke for a while. Well, <laughs> the thing not. is – that, and yeah. that's the thing is, Matt Luke would be the type of guy that would be willing to stay there yes. throughout yeah. horrible sanctions. But, I mean, I know you hear about uh, Les Miles and, and, and Chip Kelly and people like that. Let me tell you this. I can't imagine somebody going there. If, if, if you know, Miles wanted a chance to coach at a, at a Power 5 program, but you're not competing for anything. If they – okay – Division one college football programs have 85 scholarships, okay? So just not knowing not knowing exactly where the NCAA is going, let, let's just make a prediction here. Um, I would think they're probably going to get a three-year bowl ban, okay? okay. I, and they're probably going to be uh, like – I'm t- the, the type of scholarship productions they're going to have. Now, keep in mind, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. Tommy Tuberville went there, and they had ridiculous sanctions. So Ole Miss, is, this is not the first time they've been in trouble with the NCAA. And believe me, the NCAA doesn't forget. And it took yeah. a while for Tuberville you – know, actually, it didn't. He was pretty quick. But let's say they, they're going to get a minimum, a minimum of 10 scholarship reductions per year. A minimum. Yeah. I mean, if because if, I don't think they're going to want to give him the death penalty. 
So because yeah. it just it just screws up things. So if a minimum of ten a year, maybe twenty a year. I mean, it's going to be something unprecedented. Not unprecedented. It's going to be something substantial to where it's right. going to hammer them because they want them to feel it. And That's I just crazy. can't imagine uh, a big time coach wanting to go there. But if money talks and everything else walks. So, sure. but I, I mean, Les Miles doesn't need the money. Chip Kelly doesn't need the money. But you might be able to get one of these smaller cool school coaches that would take the money to go. You know, they might catch lightning in a bottle. You never know. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. I, I I just wonder what was the other name that I saw that I that I thought was a bit interesting, but I I, uh, I can't remember. There were three. It was one was Kelly, one was Miles. Who was the other one? Somebody mentioned Lane. Oh yeah, yeah, Lane. Are you kidding me? He's not going to. He's. Let me tell you what. Lane Kiffin, he's he's got a checkered pass. He's not dumb enough yeah. to go to Ole Miss under these circumstances. He does. I don't. I can't see it. Yeah, it'd be you a know. disaster. But <laughs> okay, everybody remembers Houston Nutt, and he was a coach at Ole Miss uh, yeah. before uh, Hugh Freeze, and then he had success at Arkansas. But you know, one of the reasons the reason that this whole thing came up. Um, with the call of the escort service is because originally what Ole Miss and Freeze was trying to do is they were going to pin all of this stuff on Houston Nutt. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, there was a, uh, a booster from Mississippi State and Nutt's attorney uh, contacted yeah. Nutt's attorney and said, hey, you need to get Freeze's cell phone records on these dates. So wow. it, it, it was basically because Houston Nutt um, was getting accused of all this that his attorney started digging and wouldn't stop. And I'm <laughs> telling you right now, there's a lawsuit right now for defamation going on from Houston Nutt. He wants millions of dollars from Ole Miss. He wants a public apology. apology. So well, he has a right to that. He has yeah. a right to that. I think he has every right to that with, with what's transpired. I mean, and, and the hypocrites and the gall of them to think that they could just do that with with it not being true. I mean, that's uh, you're dealing with with a you know high level coach there, and and all, you know, and then of course a former uh, high level coach that if you're trying to pin things on him. I mean, he's, he's obviously Nuts not going to just sit there and take that. Uh, so so yeah, he's got he's they're going to have to they'll end up maybe coming to some agreement or something. I, I'm sure for for a set amount of money. Yeah. yeah which <laughs> um, <makes sense> to <laughs> so, Ole Miss, they, you know, when their original claims were, they, they tried to say that none of the violations could be avoided, reasonably avoided, which is just ridiculous. Now, hey, yeah, um, David Vitter, Senator David Vitter, a former Senator David Vitter from Louis. Well, no, he's, now he's there again, huh? In, in, yeah, he won. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Louisiana Senator David Vitter, of course, mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, um, was uh, it, it was caught with prostitutes. This yeah. is our car or uh, escort service in Washington D.C. Okay. And um, I guess that was about 2008, and it was really embarrassing. And not to get political, but you know, another one of these holier-than-thou Christian right guys that was telling everybody how to live their life, and then he gets caught with hookers. 
You know, yeah. I always say there's, you know, man, there's nothing wrong with being a, a religious person, but you better watch it when you start throwing stones at other people when you've got the skeletons in your closet. So the reason why this is a, uh, appropriate uh-huh. is Jeff Vitter is the chancellor of Ole Miss. <laughs> and he is the brother of David Vitter. And I think what's really interesting is Jeff Vitter is the chancellor of Ole Miss and David Vitter, the center, senator who was openly admitted to uh, using an escort service back in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't that be funny if yeah. he gave if Jeff... He, yeah. Uh, if that's where Jeff got the uh, the phone number for the escort service, <laughs> you know, not that he he was the one that do it allegedly, you know. Yeah, but right. Yeah, it's all alleged. Oh. One of the now the David Vitter stuff is not alleged. He he admitted yeah. that, that's but true. um, yeah. Well, what what I guess what makes this interesting is we already had. I think we all had Ole Miss not doing well this year, regardless. Um, and now with this. With what's happened here and them having an interim coach, I, I guess what you have to look at is that he's going to have to get another offensive line coach, um, a new new offensive line coach, which that probably should be pretty seamless since he's you know he's the head coach. Wait, who was the offensive line coach? He was, I believe. They can do both. So, so well, he's now he's the interim head coach, and but he, he already said. Oh, he, he hey, did he say he wasn't going to do it? Yeah, he said. He's okay, never mind. The, which is fine. And so I think their offense might, you know, still be decent. I, I just, I just think though that um, if you look at their schedule, still, I mean, this, this, is, this could be one of the worst seasons they've had. Yeah, Shea Patterson's a good quarterback. LSU should have had him, but yeah. they put all their eggs in a basket with Felipe Franks, who went to Florida. Yep. Um, that was that was Miles's deal. I mean, that was bad. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a disaster. There's no depth. Um, you know, uh, their defense was already terrible last year. I mean, they'll be able to do a couple things offensively, maybe, maybe, but and morale's got to be in an all-time low. And, I mean, uh, you just got—I mean, they, they've just got to feel terrible about themselves. Yeah, and they'll take look. a special person. Now, the fact that Luke played there, I yeah. mean, that would help a little bit. You would think. Um, it's good that he was a former player, but man. It's going to take a special person to be able to get those guys' heads back together, you know? I'm looking at their schedule, and at this point, when I look at it, I see them maybe winning four games. I mean, that's 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 what I think I see for them. I'm going to pull up their schedule right now. Yeah. Ole Miss football schedule. Yeah, I, I don't know. They might, they might not win. They might win one SEC game. I mean, look, they got South Alabama, who's not a pushover anymore, but you'd like to think they would win that Tennessee Martin. But let me tell you this, at Cal, at Alabama, at Auburn, that's losses. And, you know, Vandy's beaten them plenty of times in Oxford. Um, Lafayette's not a pushover. I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. I guess the worst thing that could happen, they could win two games. Let's yeah. go with best-case scenario. Let's see South Alabama, Tennessee, Martin. Let's say they've got Vanderbilt. That's three. Um, UL, four. 
I, I, the most I could see them winning is four games. That's where I'm at. If the if the sun shines on their ass, like I say, <laughs> they always say if the sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while, I guess they could yeah. win five. Yeah. But I don't see them winning more. I, you, I mean, honestly, probably three. Yeah. Maybe That's four. That's exactly what they're looking at. And we, and we had them finishing. I believe we all picked them to finish last uh, in the SEC West. Yeah. So it, I, I don't know that really. You know, and it just... couldn't happen to a finer group of scum <laughs> than the Ole Miss Rebel and the Ole Miss Rebel fan base. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, those people they have they have a sense of uh, entitlement over there, um, and it's a it's a huge LSU rivalry. But I'm telling you, what this is going to do more is add to the Ole Miss Mississippi State rivalry because it was yeah. a Mississippi State booster that yeah. ultimately got the records request from uh, you know from uh, Hugh Freeze's cell phone records. Ultimately, that's what it is. So you're going to have a lot of hatred, even more than usual, for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. You know, I, I don't really have much hatred for Mississippi State. So, but I, I love, I love watching two schools throw hate at each other like this. Kind of yeah. like LSU and Florida now because of that stupid thing last year. Yeah, I agree. You yeah, know, it, but uh, it makes it fun and it makes makes those games more interesting to watch. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it'll be interesting, you know. Um, what what what's the date? When what they said Ole Miss has got to respond again in the next week. Yeah, well, it's they they have a what it was is that that he he hasn't released the response yet. I think they already they've already they responded in the past about other things. Yeah, but I guess this is like just with all the new like right. all the new stuff and and everything all totaled up, and he's claiming in a week that he's gonna he's gonna actually even release. The documents to the public so that they can. You know, oh, I can't knows. wait to see these documents. I can't either. That'll being, be a, being in litiga- litigation support for 13 years, it was always interesting to yeah. go over um, confidential documents. You could see some interesting stuff. Of course, most of the time you could never tell anybody about it. Yeah. You know, but um, you know, we shall see. As far as that's concerned, it should be interesting. And um, want to mention to everybody that Jamie will be back next week. Um, we're going to be really getting hard into uh, the previews. It's been a crazy summer with <clears throat> everything from people going out of town to medical things from us and family members and everything. So it's, it's been a little crazy, but that's why we have the summer to work all the kinks out and things are, start, are going to be ramping up pretty quick. I know in the next two weeks, Yep. You'll have uh, you'll have college teams reporting to uh, fall camp. You're also in the next week. You will have the NFL teams reporting. So there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be fun stuff to talk about. And uh, that's that. You know that's why we have this summer to prepare and work out all the kinks. And you know we'll be having a weekly show, but we'll be doing some video logs and some different things here and there some interviews you know whatever we find uh interesting we'll put on there Got and it. i want to add that after the uh after the mayweather mcgregor fight i i did uh get in touch with ryan um yesterday and he said that he'd be happy to to come back on and talk uh after that fight happens um just to, about <laughs> whatever the result is so 
So he, he said he'd be happy to do that. So I think that'd be cool. Just to, when is when is McGregor? I think that's on August uh, twenty. Let me look that up. I think it's on August twenty sixth. I believe. Yeah, we have uh, our loyal producer is letting us know August twenty sixth. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and boy, that's, that's, that'll be here before we know it. I'm telling yeah. you. I don't know why I thought it was later in the year. I'm just ready for some more Paige Van Zant and Ronda yeah. Rousey and Holly Holm. I like the the good looking women that fight. Yeah. Those are my favorite. Hey, look, good looking women that can kick some ass. That's pretty cool. And they've got yeah. some the personalities of that. It seem like they've got better personalities. Yeah, they they get they get at it. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye out on that. And uh, I'm not gonna pay to watch pay to watch it at my house, but I'll probably go somewhere and watch it because um, I know every place. Around maybe here. maybe uh, after that fight, you can break down some grappling moves. <laughs> since I, yeah, since I know so much. Well, yeah, I mean you're you, well. You're I mean, right. you, yeah, I used to be pretty flexible. I was about to say you have the flexibility of a telephone pole, but that's me. No. Yeah, I've, I, yeah, probably actually, now though I mean, you probably need to donate your tendons to science right right yeah uh, so all you hear is popping when you wake up in no the that morning. that's me it's, yeah, right? it's, it's a crime but uh, uh it's a little rambling we uh, we guess we should close it out this was yeah, wrap it up. just a little special edition to talk about Ole Miss and um Again, we appreciate everybody for joining us. And, Jamie, we'll be back next week. But, uh, Scott, do you have anything else? Um, no, that's good. I'll, I'll look forward. Um, I should be able to be back on um, uh, if, unless – I can't think of anything I've got going on next week. So we'll just work out the time and uh, and plan on uh, talking again uh, next week. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, good deal. Like, like I said, next week we'll be doing a little bit more previews and there should be some – NFL teams and camps and we'll talk a little Saints and that train wreck over there because I, I, I don't I don't think they might be struggling this year. But anyway, for Scott all the way in Corpus Christi, Texas, and Kyle producing the show all the way back, all the way up in Wyoming. This is Chris for Undrafted and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining this week's episode of Undrafted. Got a message for the boys? Let your voice be heard by emailing them at undraftedcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show and have access to exclusive bonus content, then head over to patreon.com slash Media, where for the low price of $1 a month, you can have access to bonus podcast episodes from Pele Media on a wide variety of pop culture topics, including new bonus weekly shows as well as our entire back catalog. Join Chris and Jamie again next Monday for an all-new episode of Undrafted. Undrafted.